um, art, artists as the other. Um, I don't really know where to start to explain that. I feel like <laughs> the other, and what does it mean to be the other? And I guess that just means feeling like you don't fit and that the majority of everyone else fits. So obviously it's it's very cultural, and I think there are some cultures where you don't feel the other as much as other cultures because there aren't as many different options for identities, and there aren't as many, like, historical paths that one could follow to be their own individual and be so different from everyone else if, like, they are just, like, more... Um, specific and tight like think gender roles and things like that right or like your role as a teenager your role as an adult whatever um that in some cultures i'm sure you don't have the other happening as often because it's just yeah we're all one we're all doing the same thing we all help out for this reason and this is how we live as like a small community or whatever but um i think within North America, at least, or maybe just Canada and the U.S. more so than Mexico, but, um, <coughs> or Western culture, I don't know what to call it, but I feel like there's so much more otherness happening, um, oversaturation of people in, in small spaces, etc. could be a reason for that, and just, like, more opportunity for people to be different and more diversity, um, and I don't mean, like, culturally or ethnically or anything like that, even. Just more diversity with what those people within that insular culture could... And it's not that insular when you can travel and whatever else and be influenced by other things. Um, but it's a very short-term thing versus long-term culture, long-term influence, and things that have been built into where you were living before you even had an opportunity to understand it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the other, the, the thing about the other, just feeling other rather than feeling like you fit in with the status quo or with the majority or however you want to word it. And so I think you can feel the other for a lot of different reasons, but I would venture to say, because I wanted to explore the topic of the artist as the other, and I, I was thinking of it as like... Obviously, I, I feel like there is so much diversity, right? That that we, but we only have so much language to describe something. And other languages have more words, possibly, to describe really nuanced things that we don't. Because I was just thinking of like the term artist and like what does that mean? And I feel like in English, it's so vague. It can mean so many things it's not that specific because what, what ties it together? I don't even, you know what? I don't even know what the definition of artist is. Let's go down that journey. Um, cause I don't even know what that definition is. I have an idea of what I would call an artist. Um, a person who creates art hmm. such as painting, sculpture, music, or writing, which is ridiculous because we talk about things like theater and dance and drama and tattoo like whatever like there's so many types of art but it's just a person who creates art so then you got to define art right um a skilled performer a 
which is interesting because I feel like that's different than an artist because uh, that's a technician, right? A person who's very good at something. <laughs> a scam artist. A strikeout artist. So a person who's very good at something. That's really interesting. I've never really thought about that. Um, yeah. So, so how do we define art is the next thing. Um, which I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole too much here, but I'm just curious. Art is a branch of learning, one of the humanities. So, you know, it just falls apart. Then you got fine art, graphic arts. Yeah, it just completely falls apart. So, uh, the thing about artists, because I was just thinking of like, well, um, what makes an artist inherently the other? Because I feel like that kind of happens. I feel like you are automatically the other if you are an artist. But what I was trying to get to is that you, I can't say that because there are many different types of artists. And I was thinking the thing that really makes you the other as an artist, and the way that I define art, because it's not about technical ability. So it's not that you're automatically the other because you have this technical ability that very, very few people have, which would have been the, how it was back in the day of like, oh, you're a painter, you can do portraits, we don't have cameras, you have this skill that that people, you know, you've, you've done your understudies and you've done all, all these things and you had a mentor and you were learning from the masters but came before you, it was a trade, right? Just like carpentry would be a trade or, like you know, any one of the, the internship programs that get people into the trades right now, right? Like that's just like, oh, you, you do welding, right? Like or you want to get into underwater welding and like how many programs are there for that or how many people came before you like it is when you get into more specialized areas the people that you learn from are less and less and less and so i think art for a long time was that which i just called that a technician but um that could have made you the other because you had a skill that not a lot of people had but what i'm talking about is, is the one that i care about more which is like the intellectual part the emotional part of being the other and what is it about an artist that makes them the other Again, I don't say this for everyone who calls themselves an artist because, and this is where we get into the thing of like, I wish we had more nuanced language in English um, that that could be just like one word is like this kind of artist and you have a different word for another type of artist. Because artists, I think that there are many artists who fit into that technician role because they have skills and abilities, but they don't have other things that I equate with artists. And one of that is being a romantic thus having passion and emotion and seeing the world through that emotional lens a lot um i think that i can be incredibly logical too and i feel like those are both extremes that that lead me to having anxiety spirals and also not being able to trust my head or my heart which is something that happens with anxiety for me all the time but I would say that there are people like if you're sitting at a drafting table and you're an architect and whatever else, like you could call that person an artist um, the same way you could with someone who's even if it's painting portraits and it's like, OK, you can do a photorealistic portrait. That's cool. What does that have to do with art? For me, it doesn't have anything to do with art. It's a technical skill. It is an ability um, separate from the passion or emotion and the form of expression. Because one of those things that comes up with with art all the time when I've asked people how to define art communication becomes a thing expression becomes a thing creative expression is even more specific because you could say as a as a drafter or as an architect that you are expressing something okay but what is that thing 
right? And if it's creative expression versus just like, no, we just we need people to visually see that there is a ramp here for accessibility reasons, so we have to put it over here, and it makes sense. It's, it's so logic-based. And you can have, I think back in the day, too, you had more architects fit into the art or artist realm when you look at a lot of just like older buildings and certain styles that that came up for different reasons there were manifestos of this movement and that movement and the architecture fit in there too and anyway um i think yeah so what i'm talking about i guess is that emotional part the passionate part the the romantic part i think that that part of of an artist if you again if you are fitting as an artist into that category because not every artist that calls themselves an artist would fit into that category i think that automatically separates you from the other and this other piece is so adjacent to me i don't really know how to separate it but i acknowledge that it could be separated and the other piece of i think automatically being the other as an artist is the reflective nature that you have i think that the artists that I appreciate most and enjoy the most, and I don't mean visually or aesthetically enjoying their work because I can enjoy the work of a technician, um, but not on the same level as I can enjoy the concepts and, and things that I'm feeling. Um, and not to say that I don't feel things from works that are incredibly technical, but it's just that I don't feel it the same way um, or understand it or process it or put it in the same category as other art and so um i feel like i'm losing my train of thought <laughs> um what a weird phrase train of thought uh oh yeah the reflective nature i feel like again for i feel like that would go pretty hand in hand with the passionate part the romantic part of an artist and you don't need to be an artist in order to be reflective that's not what i'm saying right um but I think that that automatically makes you the other as well, if you are that kind of artist that is very reflective. And I think a huge part of being an artist is being observant. Um, and that's for technical ability too. And this is stuff that I've tried to impart on students, uh, adult students, um, kids in my life, or like students at the high school level or whatever is like, depending on what kind of art you're doing, but no matter what, it's so much about observation. Like even if you are just doing a photorealistic rendering of a still life. It is about looking. It is about really looking. Um, or if you're trying to represent the body, like it's really interesting because sometimes you think you know what an arm looks like until you really look at it and you don't realize that it bends in ways that you didn't think it did or it curves in a manner that you didn't realize. Um, and that's just an observation. It's like getting out of the, this is what I think this looks like. Of course, I know what an arm looks like. I have arms. I've, I've been having arms for years. I've see, I see hundreds of arms a day when I go out into the world. I know what arms look like. You know what I mean? But then it's like, oh, no, I have to draw one now. That's different. And so I think that reflective nature has to do with observation. And so being that observant, I don't know how that ties into the ability and desire or natural inclination to reflect. But I think that ability and habit of reflection is what really sets someone into a category of otherness. And there's a, a, a plethora, a myriad of, of different categories along that spectrum of being a reflective person, right? Because for me my innate ability to observe 
a lot of things at once and see a bunch of possibilities that aren't there is really useful, but also contributes to my anxiety a lot because I think about possibilities I don't need to be thinking about, right? Um, and so for some people, that awareness, that observation, that reflection piece, all of that stuff, which are, those are two different things. Being observant of something and reflecting upon that thing are two different things. For me, they're not. For me, I think that it's just that's like, those are all just parts of me equally, so it's hard to separate them. But you could obviously observe a lot of things and have enough restraint or have built enough habits in your mind to not follow things down a rabbit hole and go off the rails on this thing that you don't need to, right? You just like, oh, I observed the thing and that's where it ends and I don't need to take up any more mental or emotional real estate by thinking about all the possibilities of that thing. But for me, I do. So, um, but I think it obviously like I'm talking about qualities that I have. So I recognize that like, like I'm talking about, Oh yeah, this is what I think makes an artist the other. And it's like all things that I have. Well, yeah, I consider myself an artist and I'm considering myself an artist based on certain criteria. Um, not just criteria that, that, that I possess and that's it. Like I think there are, yeah, I just have a definition or, or what I feel an artist is and what one isn't. And again, that's why there's you know, categories of designer, technician, you know, crafter, like there's all those things and there's a lot of gray area there and a lot of elitism that could be attached to it. And I try to get away from that. But I just think that as an artist, and I don't know what they mean, that an artist's artist, as a true artist, as a real artist, I don't, I don't want to to get into the weeds of defining what it is and what it isn't so far that it's excluding people that think they are artists. I'm just saying that for me, these are the kind of artists I'm talking about. Um, ones that are passionate and ones that are reflective, that it automatically makes you the other culturally within our society because there are a lot of people who are not passionate and a lot of people who are not reflective. More and more and more, I think that's the case. And so automatically you are the other. And what does that mean to be the other? And to view the world as being apart from the world and feeling like you don't fit in it. And also feeling like you can see things that other people don't see because you aren't in it and they are. And I think that's really interesting because sometimes we say in our lives, like, I'm too close to it. Like, I didn't realize it. Like, if you think about, like, oh, I didn't realize I gained this much weight because it happened very, very, very slowly because I am in my body. I'm in my consciousness. I live with myself every day and I don't see those incremental things. But if someone hasn't seen you for a month, they might notice, like, oh, dude, you like gained 10 pounds. I'm like, I didn't even notice. I'm like too close to it, right? So when you're thinking about the culture that you live in, if you were not the other and you were a part of it and you were very much... Um, an acknowledged and respected part of it, I feel like you are not the other, right? You are part of it, and therefore, there are things that you cannot see, or that you or that are a lot harder for you to see, because you are in it. That, that apart from being reflective, even if you are a reflective person, but you still fit into being part of it, and not the other, it would still be difficult. And that, that goes for me too. i think I'm a very reflective person. Whether I listen to my reflections is something different, but I think that I'm, I, I reflect on things a lot. A lot of it is very automatic for me. I don't have to sit and make a point of doing it. That's just what comes with my anxiety and the way it manifests. But um, I think that with that, again, like that reflection piece, if I am too in it, whatever it is, I'm not talking about the world or culture or my environment, 
in, in this artist sense, so just like a bigger picture, but even if in like a familial sense of like, I'm so close to it, what's happening in this, this family, in my family, I'm too close to it. So I don't see it. I don't see it the same way. I'm not the other in my family, right? Like in my family, I am not the other. I am a part of it. So it is not as easy for me to maybe see, even though I am being reflective, I'm too close to it to really see what's happening and what I can do differently or what needs to change or why something is going on. And that's why having an outside perspective that's not in it is so useful, which is what makes the artist valuable in society of being like, yes, you are automatically the other for all these reasons, right? And there are other societies where I think that there still was that respect and understanding for this exact purpose. But those were societies, if I, and, and I'm not a historian and my understanding of cultures uh, are incredibly limited, but if I think of my understanding, which could be incorrect, of things like Greek culture and whatever else, and just like that they put certain types of people on a pedestal, or I mean, that goes, whatever, Italians and other, Spain, and when there was like the Renaissance stuff, right? Like it, it culturally in all these different areas of Europe too, they don't have to necessarily go all the way back to like Greek times, but that, that artists were respected for a long time. And, and the thinkers, the philosophers, even the scientists or whatever, the people that were challenging things were not the other in a negative way. It was, wow, these people, their minds work really different, but it's actually really positive for our society. And at some somewhere along the way, things slowly got to a place of the way that, that I feel like our society, or Western culture, or whatever you want to call it, doesn't like to be challenged. The majority of people and the institutions and everything else that have been created don't want to be challenged because then they will have to change. And if they have to change, they may not have the things that they want, which power, money, whatever, right? And I think that that... that some at some point that becomes greed and selfishness and whatever that came in rather than what is the good for the whole especially if we're talking about the population was so much less and you think about again being in really small communities being in a tribe and and like how that yes you're not in a tribe anymore but you were still in a small community in comparison to what our community is and those cultures were a little more insular or whatever else and you still had issues obviously but but that, that is why an artist could be respected for being the other, for seeing things that, that others did not see because they recognized that would lead to positive change for the, because you're thinking of the group as a whole. And now we're not thinking of what is the best for everyone, what is the best for, for Albertans. No, because what does it being an Albertan mean? It just means that I, that I reside here. It, it's not an identity for me. It, it's not an ident- it shouldn't be an identity for anyone because it doesn't mean anything. Because one person's values and idea of being an Albertan is way different than mine, right? So it doesn't mean anything versus like if you had the population was so small, it's like, what does being in this family mean, right? This family means something and it has certain values that we all kind of agreed on or that were just passed down to you with things like tradition, which I think tradition for tradition's sake is not good at all. And we still do that. We don't separate church and state. Uh, I was in a Remembrance Day ceremony the other day where they did an invocation and a benediction. They did an opening prayer and a closing prayer. And I'm like, we're in public school right now. This should not be happening. So um, it's a Remembrance Day or not. Again, you you can have that spirit of remembrance and respect and reverence 
without calling God's name into it, right? Without invoking Christian belief. Tangent. But anyway, I probably really lost my train of thought this time. So, um, where was I? <laughs> um, I really don't recall. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to find my way back there. But, uh, again, the, this thing of the whole. Oh, I was talking about how the, the, the whole, we still have tradition for tradition's sake, but it's only because it benefits the individual, right? It benefits the individual to keep to keep church and state. An individual as in people that want the power and that want the money. And so it's just so much less about what is serving the whole community and much what is serving me and my cronies, and that's it. So we don't want the artist. We don't want the other because we don't want the challenge, because we don't want to change, because we want to still be in power. And that's so destructive but obviously affects me as the artist as well, because my my otherness isn't valuable. I think for a lot of reasons, my otherness isn't valuable, but speaking just with what I've been trying to define as art and the artist, I think there were times and places and cultures that, that respected the artist as being the other, and that's why you were respected and valued, and now you are not.